Here we are again in our God's Word for Today devotional. Welcome and good morning to each one of you. Let me read to us our text for today in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 to 11. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now we must be fruitful in the knowledge of Jesus as Peter exhorted us here. There is a picture here of being fruitful. Unlike a sedentary tree, a tree that is not moving, of course, our journey as growing Christians towards fruitfulness is not passive. We've got to make every effort that we don't lack the qualities mentioned earlier. That's what we learned yesterday. We have to add faith with virtue and knowledge, self-control, godliness, brotherly affection, and love so that we will not become nearsighted or blind. If we fail to use these tools, these qualities, we have become so nearsighted that we are even considered as blind. We are living as if we are unbelievers because the unbelieving world, they are darkened by sin, they are blinded. So that, that's the picture that they are really in darkness. So those who have lacked their, these qualities are behaving as if they were unbelievers who really are blinded spiritually. Peter's point seems to be that a Christian who is preoccupied with the short term on what they want out of the moment, when they live for the moment immediately in front of them, this person has lost the ability to see life from any kind of eternal perspective. So that's why the description near sight that is this, that they only see what's within here and now. So they cannot see beyond that. They are not mindful of, of, the, of the long and far future eternal future because it is as if they are so preoccupied with the things present. They have forgotten that they have been cleansed or purified from their past sins. In other words, if we don't take care of our heart, it is as if it is clouded or wrapped with the things in this world that we will not be able to see what lies ahead, especially in in eternal perspective. Again, the concept seems that of overlooking who we are and what our lives are for. We forget if we don't have these qualities. We could picture someone who is still participating in sin or in less than Christ-like behaviors as, as is norm. Instead, we should see those things as a past it's already gone. It's already passed in our lives. We have already crossed the bridge. 
something that we have to forget in the past. That is things we've been cleansed from, which we have the power to overcome and move on from there. So our Christian life should be characterized by progressing from the past towards the future. So this is a tragic waste, a tragic waste of abandoning the aforementioned qualities because they live only for themselves and they lost a great opportunity. And that's why Jesus had warned us in the Gospels that what shall it profit if a man gains the whole world and lost his own soul? Because only those who lost their souls or lost their lives for the gospel will be able to gain it. He who lives for himself will lose it. That's a no. This is not about losing salvation. This is not about losing your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not a question of losing salvation. It's failing to become who we can be in the here and now, used as God's intended to fulfill his purpose on earth. So it's not losing our salvation, but losing opportunities that you can function according to your own potential as God has saved us. The point is on how we actually live and behave right here, right now, with eternal perspective, of course. That is, the truly saved Christians do confirm their salvation for themselves and others by demonstrating these qualities of Jesus in their lives. In other words, we will not be able to confirm how authentic or genuine we are as his children if we fail to demonstrate these qualities in our lives. People will doubt whether we are truly saved or not. This does not work in reverse. That's it. There is no other way that this will work in reverse. It means that when you are saved, cleansed, purified by God, there must be a progressive renewal towards Christ-likeness and godliness in your life. The journey might not be so smooth. There might be some roughness, not so steep, but gradually you are, you are gaining the momentum. You know, there are some low times in our lives, but generally we can be characterized as progressing. The Christian life is not of perfection, but progression. We are moving and maturing in our Christian life. It is the fruit for having an authentic relationship with Jesus. It neither implies that salvation is earned by exhibiting the traits of Jesus. So why we exhibit the traits of godliness and holiness is because we have already this level of Christ in us. That's why when Paul testified that it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, means that the life of Jesus is exhibited or demonstrated in the life of Paul. He did not exhibit this Christ-likeness, godliness in his life in order to become a Christian. But because he is a Christian, he demonstrates all these qualities. Then, upon seeing our fruitfulness or upon confirming that we are really fruitful, because we see these things happening in our lives, 
we won't have a reason to doubt or stumble over our faith. Again, Peter's use of the word fall, you'll never fall, is not about losing our salvation. In context, this is about a season of wasted time, of unproductiveness and ineffectiveness, of near blindness and indulging in sin we should have left behind. So it's it's really miserable and it's really sad when we are already cleansed and purified by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. But still, we are living a debated life. We are living a life that does not represent, that does not demonstrate that we are victorious, that we have defeated sin because of the lifestyle that people can see and, and witness in our lives. So I hope that this morning, my dear friends and brethren in the Lord, we will consider this very seriously. Are we growing in our, our Christian life through demonstrating these seven qualities in our lives so that the, the fruitfulness of Christ will be seen in our lives? Now, a person who has life will show that he will be alive. But if you don't have life, you will never be able to copy this life. It could not be demonstrated because there must be a life before you can live. There must be a source of life. There must be a power to live in order that you will be able to display this in your life. Let it be that we will not doubt really our salvation. And it is confirmed because we know that we are becoming more fruitful in our Christian life because we are working with the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Father, this is an important reminder for us, Lord, a really solemn reminder. Help us not to be deceived by the deceitfulness of our hearts. We pray that we will be able to really display the fruitfulness, being fruitful in our knowledge of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to really develop these qualities that will be able to add virtue to our faith, add knowledge, godliness, self-control, brotherly affection, and love. Lord, help us that this will be realized and be seen in our lives, not only for today, but even every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.